Hello. Hey. Hey. Hey, everybody. You are listening to Humans. Understanding. Humans. Humans. I'm Jonathan. I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Humans. Understanding. Humans. Humans still. Wait, did we already do that once? We've done it many times. Okay. Well, was uh, that the second time today or the first time? I think, I mean, I I wake up and say it to myself, I don't know, tw- 12, 40 times. You you call, actually, you call me in the morning and leave messages too on my phone. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so I've lost count of how many times. So maybe, maybe like the 50th time we've done it today. Can you wear a pedometer for that? Can't you wear like some sort of app device that's like, it, it checks off every time. It's like, you know, I've said that again. Maybe a little voice activation thing. I'm, I'm working through a prototype here. I don't really know what I'm. Yeah, well, that sounds I'm, great and super useful. Really, you think so? No, because it would only be us that would be saying that. Well, maybe you could you could make it so that it would work for other things. Oh, I could make it. Just give me screwdriver. Okay. Uh, belt. Right. Tun- tuning belt. Tuning belt. A tuning belt. Can you define a tuning belt? It's like a, a framing belt or a rubbing belt or a, a squirking belt. I don't know what any of those things well, are. Well, they're really advanced technological things. Okay. Yeah. All right. If you've ever built a do majigger or a thingamawhat or uh, what, what am I, what, uh, Legos. Mm. Yeah, it sounds advanced. Yeah, it is. It's advanced Legos. It was one of the classes I took in college. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy to get a marine biology major, so no. That's not true. But it was an elective, so. Nothing against marine biologists. I am one of you, and you are one of me. That's right. And, yeah, I have 17 degrees. I'm still in school, and I just keep doing it. I don't really see any purpose doing anything else. Degree is a strong word, I think, in this instance. Certificate? Um... You know, when, when people talk about degrees, they say it's just a piece of paper. So why can't, when I just get a piece of paper, why can't I call that a degree? Because you don't get it, you make it. I get it from myself. Yeah. Yeah, there's a ceremony. I mean, I think that that's, that's probably first and foremost when graduating from something. Can you... I mean, I'm, I haven't yet been invited to one of the ceremonies, which... They're, they're, they're private ceremonies. Yeah. They're, can uh, can I, you I, describe what happens? Sure. They... Okay, so somebody goes up and they give... Who's that? Somebody. Who's the somebody? somebody? Look, I don't, wanna, I don't want to give away the names of these things because that's why they're private. Well, tell me what, they, what their role is. Okay, well, there's a master of ceremonies. Okay. MC, if you will. I will. And uh, an MC, uh, we'll just say like MC John, whatever, um, c- comes and like gives a speech, uh-huh. conducts things, and then there's like, what what what's the speech about? Progress in life and and movements and commencing and some things beginning and some things ending and other things starting and uh, mm-hmm. but it's also a lot about like cardstock, paper stock. Well, like it, it's kind of a lead into what the 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 degree is going to be you know on uh-huh you know and uh and then we'll have a keynote and who will that be no it's just like i don't if you've ever heard of like um the keynote is like an application on the macintosh so it's like a like a powerpoint presentation okay so it's a lot of slides what's the topic it's it's usually cats it's usually like a lot of cat stuff like cats doing things cats in garbage cans cats eating out of tuna fish cats with laundry baskets on them stuff like that mostly yeah. cats some bunnies um a few baby elephants maybe some giraffes on top of other giraffes and and then that's like just to set the tone which is like this is a serious thing but 
maybe it's more to offset the tone. It's like, this is serious, but playful and happy at the same time. Yeah. Then a keynote speaker. And who would that be? It's always somebody different. It's always a different. Who is the last one? It's always a different character. You know, it's always a, uh-huh. a different somebody. Yeah. So um, the last one was this guy named Samuel. Uh, and uh, he was just kind of he's just kind of like a crazy old kind of wet wild west guy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's from Yosemite, and he just comes and, and kind of spoke spoke about. Uh, well, this was a degree, a degree I was getting in uh, in in park park forestry, and so he came and spoke about the parks, spoke about Yosemite, and um, wow, yeah, it was pretty cool. Well, did he have like a nickname? Sam. Yeah. Hmm. Some some people call him Sam. Uh huh. Yeah. Can you describe him physically? It's a shorter guy, uh, mustache, um, like blue jeans, kind of cowboy boots. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, he had holsters. He didn't have any guns with him because I wasn't allowed guns in the. the thing. Sure, but, of course not. Yeah. I don't want to send the wrong message. And what 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 was the central message of his speech? Like it was a lot about varmints and stuff like that because he wants to keep varmints out of the park. Mm-hmm. So. A lot about kind of how to how to maintain the national na- natural ecosystem, and uh, you know keep keep your garden uh-huh. pests out of uh, out of things. And he was physically present in three dimensions. He was uh, via via satellite, via, uh-huh. via video. He was on the television screen. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he gave me the certificate in park forestry. Wow. And, um, and and I really yeah. So I went to the park and I and I talked to some of the rangers and. Uh, you know, I didn't, I don't think I got the reception, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm young. I just got my degree. So it's like, wait, wait, what did you do? You went to a park? Yeah. And, and I was like, I wanted to start helping. I started like picking up twigs and stuff and yeah, and started jumping around. And is that a big part of it? There's a lot of jumping around. I mean, you want to scare the varmints away. Can you, can you give me a full or partial list of varmints? Mostly like I would say mice. Uh-huh. There were, I mean, mainly it was revolved around hares and rabbits, wow. bunnies. Do you feel like there was like a conflict then with the keynote presentation and the keynote address? Because it seems like you mentioned that there were bunnies in in the visual presentation. Well, I think I think what it really was setting up was the the kind of juxtaposition between your cute fluffy bunnies, sure, your internet bunnies, if you will. And your varmint bee bunnies. And what's how can you tell the difference? Um, a lo- it really it's, it's pretty. Uh, Is it like sarcasm? Yep. Yeah, I mean, you could say like your varmint bunnies communicate in a different way. You know. Could you describe it? The, what he was saying in the keynote was mainly there. They hold. They're like it's really the way they hold their carrot. Uh-huh. You know, and one will just like hang out and like be like leaning against almost like one paw against sure. the side of a barn or something like that or the side of a tree, just like sitting there nibbling on carrot, hanging out the side of the mouth, you know, carrot in one paw. And then your other ones are just kind of like more the nose wiggling type. Don't really say much. Quiet. It's quiet bunny versus kind of sarcasm. Bunny. Loud mouth. Yeah. Loud mouth bunny. And then sometimes you need to be careful of like the female version. I mean, mostly he was talking male bunnies, but sometimes these bunnies kind of, I wouldn't say like dress up, but they kind of act like female bunnies. That look. And okay. Like a dress. They're wearing a small dress. Okay. Because female bunnies wear dresses. Yeah. That's 
I mean, I have my degree in, in park forestry. So I would think I would know. Okay. Okay. I mean, you've seen dogs with, with, uh, costumes on and such. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Right. Right. Little sweaters. Sure. And most of them are domesticated dogs, but every once in a while you'll come across a wild dog in a, an outfit. I never have. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not there, that that's not happening. No, I guess it doesn't. Right? That's a good, that's a, uh, I'm not going to say good point, but that's a point. Yeah. But I mean, it would be a different thing. It would be like a, more hats, I think. Hats? Yeah. Like uh, raccoon, coonskin caps and stuff like that. Uh-huh. You know, like stuff they forage and find in the wild. Like, uh, kind of like leaf, leaf hats. Okay. You know, kind of like Lord of the Flies, Lord of the Rings, kind of like that stuff. Lord. Mm-hmm. Right, like Lord. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Okay. Yeah. But that was like as sung by a cat. I don't really know what sound buddies make. Hop. Hop. You know, this is a good segment for. Mm. This is a good time for what segment? Animal sounds. Animal sounds. Actually, it's really bird sounds. Animal edition. So, yeah, I mean, what what sound does a bunny make? Um, that's good. Hop, hop. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I close my eyes and I, it's like there's a bunny in the room. But it's like different things for different countries. You know, it's like. Uh, like the rooster doesn't make the same sound in every country, does it? Mm-hmm, that's true. You know, what in America it makes the cockadoodle do. Right. In France, what does it make? Um, I think it's a coco 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 Right, just like a lot of a lot of like swirls and embellishments and like very complex. Yeah. Okay. But and then there's like an infi- infinite article in front of it, indefinite article in front of it too. You can have either, yeah. Yeah. It can be either definite or, or indefinite. Infinite. What about infinite? No, the infinite article doesn't apply. Okay. Well, listen. I mean, I think everybody just learned something out there. When you're making the sound of a rooster in French, the infi- infinite article applies. No, it does not apply. It does not apply. I'm sorry, we didn't learn anything. So. uh Animal noises. Yeah. You know, do you have a favorite animal noise? A favorite animal noise. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the um, the quiet animals that can sneak up on you. I so like, the ones that don't make noise. Right, but then they make they make noises, but not noises that um, you expect or that or that you know you per se like. For example, like the sound of a rhinoceros trampling leaves right before it tramples you. How how often do you do you how many do you know people that that's happened to? No, they're all dead. Oh my gosh! But you know people in the past that it's happened to. Well, sure. Yeah. Are there people? Are there rhinoceri? Then then that's happened. What do you call like a group of rhinoceri? A group of them? Yeah, you know how it's like a a smack of bumblebees and a a pack of bears. Right, a splash of kayakers. A splash of kayakers. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm familiar yeah. with that. Yeah. The rhinoceri, I, b- I believe, is um, boys club. Hmm. A boys club of rhinoceri. Okay. I hadn't heard that before, but I haven't heard a lot of things. There you go. Especially when a rhinoceri is coming up behind you. I haven't heard that. Yeah. Well, ripe. So if you ever hear a sound like this. Ripe? 
Yep. Right. It, the rhinoceros has to be ripe. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. The, the leaves and berries that it's trampling right before it tramples you are ripe. Sure. Otherwise, they're well, going to make a noise. Well, they'll make a different noise. Oh. So if it's like a, a leafy well, green ripe forest, it'll be kind of like... Okay. And what if it's like a fertile, it's young, a, docile forest? <laughs> and that was... Plant noises. Feed me sea mold. Feed me all night long. Yeah. And then if it's a dry, if it if it's been completely dried out, like fire level five. Fire level five. Yeah. Um. Then it's gonna be like a. That actually sounds more like a sprinkler to me, which is actually the opposite, I would think, of dry. No, because there's a sprinkler on. Oh. Because it's so dry? That so makes, you're right. I mean, yeah. 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 No, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That's that's fascinating. Thank you. I'm learning, I mean, I'm learning a lot. I didn't know we were going to jump into... Hmm. We're going to jump into xylophone sounds in a second, but I think right now I didn't realize we're going to jump into plant sounds, go from animal sounds to plant sounds. I think we're going to save plant sounds for the next chitter chat, but that's fine. It's all related. Yeah. Well, speaking of related, I think we're going to... Hop into the chitter category now. Yeah, hip hop. Hip hop into it, um, and it's it's all related to animal sounds because today's category is dinosaurs. And while we're talking about dinosaurs, mm-hmm. we need to talk about rhinoceroses. Rhinoceri. Rhinoceri. Well, because I think it's a good segue. Yeah, similar. I mean, similar. We're talking, okay, because the reason is, no, they're not related evolutionarily. Maybe they're Probably. We don't actually know. Probably are. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Yeah. They're both lizards. They're both big lizards, but that's not the point. I think we're talking living large mammal animals. Animals that interact with humans. That's Mm -hmm. that's what we call mammals. Mammals, right. Right. Into kind of extinct animal type things were dinosaurs animals i think that's the first question we have to dive into and it's a rich one Mm -hmm. because i think according to um the game animal mineral yeah according to the game animal mineral or vegetable vegetable. you got three types yeah so So, that's it so first we say is a dinosaur a mineral well it's composed of minerals sure that's true. And the fossilized versions yeah. are most definitely minerals. Yeah. Which makes you think they are. But you know what? Throw you a curveball. They're not. That was a baseball analogy. That was baseball analogies. Baseball? I think they're not. They're not minerals. No. You know? Now, are they vegetables? Do they eat vegetables? Yep. Yes, they do. Some of them do. Some of them eat minerals. And so they're composed of vegetables. Some of them. Somewhat. Sure. Well, and the ones that don't eat vegetables, what do they eat? Minerals. Yeah. And other other dinosaurs. And what do those dinosaurs eat? Mammals. Yeah. And what do they eat? Vegetables. So everyone is composed of vegetables entirely. I don't know if that is brilliant or super brilliant. You're welcome. But no, they're not vegetables. Okay. They are animals. Fauna. And when we say they are, we really mean they were. They were. 
Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. And this is all contingent on whether or not you believe that they existed. Or whether you believe that they exist no longer. That's true. I think we all know somebody who's had a run-in with a dinosaur, more or less. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Um, whether it be in a dream or movie? Um, a movie. Well, there was that great documentary they did a few years ago about, oh, what was that it? That park they, off the coast of yeah, Costa Rica. Yeah, where they sort of built a whole island. Yeah. And they found blood in mosquitoes. Yeah, they did. And they were able to recreate dinosaurs. Yeah. Now, for, I didn't watch the whole thing because I was really just, I was trying to take a lot of notes while I was watching it because I found, I no. like to take notes when I watch documentaries. No, it's a great documentary. It's, yeah, I absolutely. learned a, I learned a ton. Absolutely. Um, there's a scientist that is just like exquisite. He looks so much like. Um, like, no, I know who you're going to say, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Because that's actually his twin brother who is oh. a dinos- dinosaur. So it's, is it Jeff with a, with a G? Yep. That okay. is, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so, I mean, you have examples like that where, yes, could dinosaurs exist? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But as far as we know, all the dinosaurs on that anim- on that island died. Yeah, apparently they did. So the real extinction, I think, happened in, like, what year? Like, 2002? I was going to say 2004, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know? Um, and then there were a couple of t- attempts to kind of revitalize that dinosaur colony. Um, right, right. You know, a second attempt, which was semi-successful, mm. uh, but the third attempt that just absolutely failed. Right. And I know that they're actually trying again. Uh, I think there's gonna there's gonna be another attempt within the upcoming two or three years. Wow. Yeah, and we all hope it's successful because I, I don't think anyone could deal with another failure along those lines. Not at all. Not at all. Now that also brings us to the possibility of other types of areas where dinosaurs live. So we're talking land land mammals. Right. And not land mammals per se as a mammal. Um, that was actually not what I meant to say. What I meant to say is land animals is what we were talking about. But there are also some seafaring creatures. Yeah. Um, like in that lock, uh, sorry, lake in Scotland. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been conclusively proven to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, but I don't know. If I they, mean, if you have enough people talking about something, it's true. You know, where there's mm-hmm. smoke, there's dragon. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. And um, I, you know, I don't know if they ever captured that dragon, but I know that somebody wrote a manual on how to train it that they were they were hoping mm-hmm. that would work out. But I don't. I haven't heard anything about that since. Yeah. Um, but speaking of, of water dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I think we need to include in that not only dinosaurs that live in the water, but dinosaurs that boat, you know? Sure. Sure. Like, uh... Which, that's, that would be a really good explanation when you think, if you just think for a second. Mm-hmm. All right. Supposedly, all the dinosaurs are gone. Supposedly. But what if they're dinosaurs that are hiding on boats? Sure. I don't think people are going door-to-door checking houseboats for those types of animals. No, or like, what if, you know, it's in the Bermuda Triangle type scenario. Yeah, I don't think, uh, I think there could be tons and tons of boats in the Bermuda Triangle. Full of dinosaurs. Full of dinosaurs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see a documentary on that, people. Yeah. You know, I think we're waiting for that. Totally. I'm waiting for that. I I have, I have one in production, but it hasn't really gotten off the ground yet. What, a boat? It's, yeah. Or a documentary. Yeah, well, the the boat is still. The boat to to go sail to. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So well, being built or, you know, mm-hmm. not yet began to be built or whatever. Nothing's going on with that at all, is it? No. Well, I thought I could do it in a kayak, but. Now, is it true that kayaks for men are called kayaks? 
I heard that somewhere. Gaiax? Mm-hmm. Guy kayaks. Guy kayaks. They just have a little more room in the bow. See, I would think, and excuse me, ladies, but I would think that, you know, at its base, a kayak was already made for a guy. Why? Because it's kind of phallic features. Well, yeah. And, you know, talk about talk about dinosaur times. You know, that's when the first kayaks were built. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. I thought that was the Middle Ages. Well, there's, there are those. Um, oh, you know what I'm thinking of. That's when it became popular. as yeah, like a absolutely. recreational sport. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. For fitness. Right. But I'm talking about for, well, I mean, they did keep fit with it, I think. But for um, transporting, sort of dinosaur taxi. Hmm. The small, not the big ones. Oh, no. I mean, come course, on. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But the little right. guys. Yeah. The little guys would stand, um, you know, on the shore. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, a caveman or kayak would pull up sure. and say, well, he wouldn't be able to speak to him because obviously there's a language. He would grunt. I mean, I think sure. he'd hold out his hand. They'd put in the fare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they you, they knew how to exchange or at least barter. You know, mm-hmm. it all started with bartering. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think that that's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, you don't, uh, you know, you, you just kind of wish that, you know, one day, you know, you just get on a ferry and there'd be a dinosaur there. Mm-hmm. You know, I do. I find that scary, but I don't. I don't want. I don't want to, it to be me that gets on the ferry and there's a dinosaur there. But I would love to hear about that happening to someone else. So I would like for it to happen to you. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'll, I'm on board with that. Yeah, because I would like. I would try and high five a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would be like, "What's up, buddy?" You know, and and I would hold out my hand, and then they'd probably give it, smack it back, smack it back. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It's worth a try. Know. Yeah, I know it is. So, speaking of them, mm-hmm. um, I'm, as much as we do know about them, and I think people out there know about them, there are kind of a lot of, um, you know, misnomers yeah. and a lot of misinformation about Absolutely. them. Um, you, you know that documentary you were speaking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a, there's a very popular uh, dinosaur on that uh, show. Yes. And uh, it's called a, a Velociraptor. Oh, I, Vel- I know who you're talking about. Right? The Velociraptor. Yes. And um, they were actually not as, as reptile as people think. They actually were covered with feathers because somebody saw one recently. Now, they didn't capture it, but there are photos of it walking through the forest. All right. Now, I feel like a key part of science is a, a questioning mind. Yeah. And people who say, yes, but. Now, what I'm going to say is, yes, but. What could have happened is that maybe, okay, like you were saying, VR walking through the woods. Yeah. Philosopher. <laughs> It'll dry up, sure. Hasn't rained in a few days. Sure. And then there's, you know, a tar pit. Mm. 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 Oh, you hate that. The worst. The worst. Yeah. I had a friend who got stuck in a tar pit for days. Was it a velociraptor? No, no. It was just Jim. Whatever. My friend Jim. No. Okay. J-Y-M. Jim. And uh, he got stuck in in there for for days and days and days. And he's no longer my friend. Is he okay? No, he's not. He's he's scarred for life. He didn't die, but it just kind of changed after that. Yeah. Um like uh, he he just he, his legs melted basically so god yeah i just brought that down but 
you know. Okay. Well, sorry, Jim, if you're listening. He doesn't listen. Okay. He burned his ears down. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so, are, in, this, in this scenario, the Velociraptor would be able to get quickly out of the tar somehow. I don't know. Maybe he has a friend with him. You know, I don't know the details. Yeah. This is all just, this is all just hypothesizing. Mm-hmm. Right? He gets out. And then someone has left like a, an expanse of, of feathers out. Right. Maybe like a tub, maybe like a bathtub full of feathers. Why would you have a bathtub out in the wilderness, though? Well, it's not a real, I mean, it's like a pit. Like a hollowed out log? No, it's like a, it's like a rural bathtub. Well, so it's like just like, oh, right, like a hollowed out log or a pit that's right. been lined with sure. um, a tarp or something. Yeah. And so the Velociraptor is like walking and he's um, wiping the tar out of his eyes. He can't really see where he's going. Yeah, he's I sort can, of stumbling a little I bit. I think we can all picture this. And he's this. pissed because, you know, falling in a tar pit. Well, he also probably had to go to the bathroom. So, you know. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. So he's walking. He stumbles. Falls. Falls into the right. feathers. L- leaf pit, yeah. Right. Feather pit. I'm Feather sorry. pit. Well, there are probably some leaves in there, too. Rolls around. Yeah. It's completely covered. Yeah. And then, like, gets out, and then what do you have? You have a bird. Right. Well, you have a velociraptor with feathers all over him. Well, first the tar, and then the feathers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bird. What? It looks like a bird. Yeah, it looks like a bird. Yeah. If it looks like a bird, and it's tarred and feathered. Yeah. What is it? Probably a velociraptor. Yeah. There Mm -hmm. you go. Yeah. And that's how that saying came about. Like a velociraptor. Tarred and feathered. Tarred and feathered. Yeah. So, and then, you know, passing scientist sees this and is like, oh my God, velociraptors actually had feathers. <laughs> think again, science. <laughs> Speaking of passing scientists. You're looking at a mishap. Speaking of passing science, I think we have one outside. We, d- we do. We have our guest has arrived. Um, and this is great because we, we've, we need a dinosaur expert for this. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm excited. This is this has been a big show for us. We've been looking forward to having this guest on. And uh, hi, there she is. Hi, my name is Caitlin. <sighs> hi, hi, Aunt Jessie. Hi, hi, Jonathan. You know, you're taller than I thought. Yeah, I just had a growth spurt. And you had your back turned, and I was, and you, and you're wearing like a like a pith helmet and uh and i really thought you were a dinosaur expert well my mom my mom likes for me to wear my helmet for safety when i'm on my bike and i biked i biked over here so that's why i'm wearing it sure well and it totally makes sense to wear an an, an english colonial fighting helmet which I, I totally think is related to dinosaur hunting oh yeah well i do i am a dinosaur expert though that's why i came okay I see you brought some dinosaur stickers. Yeah, and I brought some some toys too. Yeah, that's those are cool toys. Thank you. Where did you get them? Um, well, this one, this one is a triceratops. That's, that's not. That's not. I'm sorry. I, before you go any further, that's mm-hmm. that's a Matchbox car. You have kind of a mixed bin. No, of I toy. know, I know. Aunt Jesse, this is not very fair because he keeps cutting me off. All right, I'm I'm sorry. Just just let her finish. Okay. All right. Caitlin, I'm sorry. You're forgiven. I accept your apology, but I'm still mad, actually. Okay. Well, what if I let you talk more about your dinosaur? All right. So I know it's. I know that it looks like a matchbox car, but what happens? What happens is I named it. I named it Triceratops, and I think about it like it's a Triceratops driving. 
Uh, okay. Well, what what would be the similarities to make us think that that was made sense? Don't you ever think, hey, I have a car, I'll name it after myself. So in this, in this, in this case, it's what happened is um, there was a Triceratops and he got a car and then he was driving it and then he named it Triceratops. So there's supposed to be a Triceratops in the car? There is a Triceratops in the car in my imagination. But, but we're on an audio format. So it's really hard for people to understand that that's what's going on. Well, I think I described it pretty well. Okay. Yeah, she did. I mean, I would agree with that. No, I, I, I'm not going to argue with that. But I do think we should probably stay on topic of... Because just, Caitlin, just so you know, we always talk exactly on our entire topic, category, which we call a category. Has Aunt Jessie explained this to you before? I know all about that. Oh. Do you listen to the show? Listen, Aunt Jessie comes over to my house. And she comes up to my room, and I make her drinks, and she tells me everything that's going on. So I know everything, and even things about you, too. I don't like that. That's... She tells me about all of her stuff, and all of your stuff, and she complains and, and cries sometimes. This is not... This is really not what I wanted to hear. But we also talk about dinosaurs. So that's what I, that's why she said that I should come because she'll ask me a question about a dinosaur and I always know. So ask, that's kind of like one of my main talents. Ask, Bar, ans- answering dinosaurs. Bartending um, and asking questions, ask, I'm sorry, answering questions about dinosaurs and other things too. Um, okay, well, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back, and you can talk all about dinosaurs. We need to pay some bills real quick, and we have a sponsor. So uh, we'll do that, and then we'll catch uh, up with you, Caitlin, on the flip side of this. Okay. Hi, my name is Caitlin, and I'm here to talk to you about my, my new business, which is called Signature Scents. And you can pick up um, some of my signature scents at um, Caitlin's Clubhouse and Bar which is located upstairs at my house. And the scent that I'm promoting this week is Melted Barbie Arm and Bonnie Bell Lip Gloss. And it's it smells horrible, but maybe you'll like it. Hey, and we're back. Um, hi, everyone. Hi, we're back here with Jonathan and Jesse and little Caitlin. Hi. Who, again, bought ad space on uh, our network. So thank you. Thank you for thank you for promoting my all of my businesses because I'm really trying to like earn some money because my mom says um, my mom says um, my mom says that um, that um, I'm not really I got stuck there for a second. I have a stutter a little bit. Don't make oh, fun. Oh, it's I didn't nice know that. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. I I'm sorry. Jesse never told me that. Okay, apology accepted. But I'm still mad. Actually. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that you're mad. Uh, I think it's a little weird also that an 11-year-old has this much disposable income because we charge a relatively high rate for our ads, but that's not important. We're moving on back to dinosaurs. Well, well, it's like it's like my mom always says, you have to spend money to make money. What does your mom do? My mom? She yeah. doesn't work. Oh, okay. So why don't we get back to talking about dinosaurs? We haven't really touched them yet. You have a lot of really nice stickers. Thank you. You're welcome. Why don't you tell us about your favorite stickers that pertain to dinosaurs? Well... What I prefer in dinosaur stickers is ones that are scratch and sniff. What do they smell like? Dinosaur. What's a dinosaur? Like, for instance, why don't you go through a couple of dinosaurs and then their their 
coordinated smells? Well, sometimes they smell like what like what they eat, and sometimes they smell like what they sleep on. Okay, so what about this little triceratops? That's not a matchbox car. That's actually a sticker of a triceratops. Okay, so triceratops love Cheetos, so they smell a little bit like Cheetos, and then they um, they also smell um, like tree houses because they sleep in tree houses. Okay, well that makes that so makes... when you scratch it, um, it smells like Cheetos in a tree house, which is one of my signature scents, and and so that's part of my that's part of my. No, we heard the commercial. Okay. Yeah. So okay. That's, those are two interesting smells that go together, and I don't really think we should kind of uh, dwell on what that is or why it's like that or why you know that they smell like that. I think we should continue on. A brontosaurus. What about a brontosaurus? Yeah, so a brontosaurus, um, this special sticker, when you scratch it, it smells um, like chocolate ice cream. Now, some people might confuse it. They might think it smells like Rocky Road, or they might think it smells like cookies and cream, and they're wrong. Well, it isn't really... Rocky Road chocolate ice cream with stuff inside of it? Yeah, but the stuff inside makes it smell different. Now, if you want to have a Rocky Road smelling dinosaur, then you have to look elsewhere. Okay. Do you have any Rocky Road smelling dinosaurs? Yeah. Which one? Well, this one. What's that one? Well, I forget his name, but um, I call him Bruce. So that one. Okay. So what Caitlin's describing, uh, folks, if if you have seen the documentary uh, uh, that we discussed earlier... It's the one that spits in Newman's face. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah, 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 that one. Okay. He yeah. does spit, but what people don't know in that in that documentary, what they didn't show was that it's actually delicious. Oh, no, you don't see that in that documentary at all. No, no, absolutely. You're, are you making dinosaur sounds? Yeah, that's the sound that that one makes when he's eating ice cream. Oh, that's that's cute. Oh, that's really neat. So he smells a little bit like chocolate ice cream, mm-hmm. but then he also smells like a new condo because that's where he sleeps. Oh, okay. This doesn't have anything... In Chicago. Okay, kind of like... Where my dad lives. Yeah, that's okay. That's where I thought you were going with that. Which, that makes sense, and I think it also makes sense not to dwell on that one either. Now, you have a, a pretty little... Um, I mean, I guess it's a it's a pterodactyl, which technically isn't a dinosaur. It's a pterosaur, but we're not going to get into that right now. We're just going to say it's a dinosaur and roll with it. What? Uh, what does that one smell like? It's, it's a flip, flippy flappy. Yeah. And it's got a long beak mm-hmm. and uh, claws everywhere. Right. Four sets of, of, of claws. Pretty sharp. Um, and kind of bat-like, bat-like mm-hmm. wings. Is that what we're going to go for? Yeah, kind of okay. like a bat. Yeah. But huge. Well, some are. Babies are small. Yep. What does that one smell like, Caitlin? That one smells like peanut butter sandwiches. Why does it smell like peanut butter sandwiches? That's what, what he eats. Oh, of course. Of course. Did the caveman make the peanut? I don't think that the pterosaurs could, or ter- uh, dinosaurs, quote, uh, they, sm- they could make peanut butter sandwiches, no? Why couldn't they make peanut butter sandwiches? Okay, moving on. What about a... This this guy right here, he's he's kind of big and covered with scales. Uh, Scalosaurus, is that what we'll call him? I call that one um, Chris, um, like my mom's new boyfriend, because I hate him. Okay, and he smells like... He smells like poop because he eats poop. Okay, that's probably the first realistic one that we've heard so far. Maybe, maybe the treehouse one, but... I don't know about that. But I, I don't mean to belittle your, your sticker collection, uh, Caitlin. It's very nice. 
Thank you. You're you're very welcome, Jesse. What do you what do you you have anything to say about these? You're just not. I mean, you've heard all this before. Sure, and I think it's great. I I don't have anything to add. I think it's I think it's great, and I think we need to encourage um, young scientists to follow their passion. Why are we also encouraging um, gossip about the show and stuff like that with Caitlin in her room after the recording? Just I don't, I don't understand why you need to like. It's not about the show. It's just about me. No, it's about. I think you know what it's about. I don't. Um, fifty-seven Chevy. Yeah, what about him? The band's falling apart, and I feel like I need to talk to someone about it. And Caitlin's there, and she's serving drinks, and she has tons of interesting stickers. Well, the last few shows haven't gone that well. There's there's some infighting within the band. I'll agree with that. Okay? But I don't, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's just a band being a band. You know? Yeah, I guess. I, I don't, I don't see, you know, I don't know. Is it this, is it you're kind of you don't like the new material i hate the new material it's all about sustainable produce it's a good thing i think you've sold out oh my gosh it's like it's organic it's a lot about tofu that's produce that's sustainable it's about broccoli a lot of broccoli that the song's greens greens eat them up greens all right, I, I like I do I hit. do like I do like that one sort of greens greens eat them all greens everybody eat those greens oh oh yeah oh yeah um is that a real song yeah it's a fifty seven Chevy song Caitlin it's oh, adult I've, music I've heard about that band yeah well apparently that's what Jesse's saying I've heard I've heard that things are not good with that band well I think some of the people in the band thought that song should have been about green beans. I think they could have spun it off real easily. And then, yeah, but but the other side of that, too, is, you know, I don't know if you want to do that. You know, eat broccoli, you can go go kale. You can, you know, well, you know, organic is actually not a very sustainable way of farming because um, you really need um, to think about that sometimes you do need um, some help keeping away um the fairies and so forth like other insects like that from your from your from your vegetables and um stuff like that so okay i I think that that i don't want to cut you off caitlin but i'm just going to cut you off here and say that that's an interesting argument but i don't know how much weight it holds coming from somebody who thinks that dinosaurs make peanut butter sandwiches you know i don't want to get into an evolutionary discussion jesse back me up here I mean, I think time travel's an uh, an option here, you know? Just to find out the answer? No, I mean like maybe the maybe maybe the dinosaurs are traveling into the future where peanut butter sandwiches exist and then they learn how to make them or maybe they're having someone make them and then they travel back and then they eat them. I mean, can we really rule that out? I think we can rule that out, yeah. I don't think what we can't rule out is humans going back in time with peanut butter sandwiches in a time machine of this of this era. And mm-hmm. wanting to feed them to dinosaurs. Yeah, that seems super plausible. I think that's super plausible, is right. So maybe you should apologize, Caitlin. I'm sorry. Um, I accept your apology because you were definitely wrong, but I'm still a little bit angry, actually. Well, I think that that's something that we can discuss. Why don't we get into that a little bit more another time? Because we actually have to wrap up the show. I'm sorry, Caitlin. Okay, maybe you can come to my bar, and other people can come to my bar too. It's at my house in my room upstairs. Okay, I think that would be weird if I came to your room. 
Well, come with my aunt, and then it's no, no. Weird. I think it's weird that your aunt goes to your room and, and drinks alcohol. But hey, that's another talk for another time. All right, Judge Judy. That's not the worst thing I've been called. So, thanks, thanks for coming, Caitlin. Nice to see you. Thanks, Caitlin. We really appreciate your expertise, and maybe uh, you can come again and talk about something else that you have a vast, vast amount of knowledge about. Yeah, I know tons about tons of stuff. Like, I know about trains, and I also know about um, flying, and I know about under the sea, and I know about outer Mm -hmm. space, and I know about painting, and I know about bicycles, Mm -hmm. and I know about refrigerators, Mm -hmm. and I know about um, gardens. Yeah, well, if we talk about any of those things, I promise, I promise. So, why don't we move on? And uh, say goodbye and uh, chitter chat at you guys and with you guys. And uh, maybe uh, Caitlin will be here. Maybe she won't. But that's the end of our show this week. We hope you join us next week. Thanks, everyone. uh, Other things will happen. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. This is the part of the podcast where we thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Do you have something you want to say to us? You can leave a comment in the iTunes or send us an email. The address is huhpodcast, H-U-H podcast, at gmail.com. Ooh, oh, wait, can I say goodbye? Sure. Okay, okay, goodbye. Bye. Bye.